It's Dana and Sean from Vegas Revealed, and we need to talk taxes. Taxes? Dana, it's not even Christmas yet. I know, I know. We all dread it, but it's a reality. And for many people, it's all year long. That's because it hangs over them. Some people owe the IRS more than $10,000. And literally, it's there, looking them in the face every day. And that's why we want to tell you about targeted tax relief. Targeted Tax Relief was created by experienced tax professional Tracy Jansen. Tracy and her team have been doing our taxes for our company, and we could not have made it through this past crazy year without them. They are trusted, and Targeted Tax Relief makes it easy. Yeah, and since Tracy is an enrolled agent, she can negotiate directly with the IRS on your behalf. And that's what you want. She is your advocate. Get a free consultation. They won't take you on unless they know they can help. Yes, so you might as well find out. Call Targeted Tax Relief today. Write this number down. It's 888-843-4113. Or go to TargetedTaxRelief.com. Nice and simple. Clarity and confidence are right around the corner. All you have to do is call. Targeted Tax Relief wants to hear from you today. 888-843-4113. It's episode 97 of Vegas Revealed. Rumor has it, well, no more. Adele makes her Las Vegas residency official. Wait until you hear what she's doing to make sure ticket brokers don't buy up all her tickets. And Carrie Underwood opens the Resorts World Theater. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Behind the Scenes of My Las Vegas Residency Reflection. Come on. Water was flowing, a Jeep was smashed, and the sound system rattled some bones. That's a show. And Las Vegas is also full of cowboys and cowgirls for the National Finals Rodeo, and there's a ton of entertainment for the country crowd. Let's spin that wheel and get to it. Welcome to December and welcome to Vegas Revealed. Sean McAllister here along with Dana Roselli. And uh, Dana, it looks like December has brought a crap ton of visitors and that kind of stays in line with all of the visitors that we've had over the past few months that's right we got the numbers in from october and nevada casinos matched a record streak of get this eight straight months of one billion or more in house winnings for october yeah it's pretty incredible um also mccarran international airport saying uh last tuesday that nearly 4.2 million passengers arrived and departed in october now that makes it the busiest month since the coronavirus pandemic hit back in march of 2020 so um Travel is back. Gaming is back. And I think, Sean, what's interesting about this is we're talking about October numbers because it's always like one month, you know, behind when the number. So and that's not even when like that overseas travel started again. That was what? November 8th. That that was. That was the beginning of November. Can you imagine what November is going to look like? Well, I, I don't know, because remember, in November, we talked about that whole string of jackpots. True. That were being hit. So that could put a hit on right. the on the house winnings <laughs> since the players were walking out wow. with some cash but who knows yeah maybe they're the kind of players that stick around and put it right back into the casino <sighs> oh no, you can't do that don't put it back in don't that's put it back in that's what i do I that's, that's why i <laughs> that's why i'm not a millionaire right now 
Boy, lots of announcements, lots of kickoffs this week. Um, exciting stuff going on over at Resorts World. Exciting stuff coming to Caesars. So we will get right to that. Let's do it. All right. Hello. Adele is coming to Las Vegas. Finally, there have been years and years of rumors that Adele was going to have a residency here on the Las Vegas Strip. And finally, she, Adele herself, announced this week that that is indeed going to happen. It's so funny because just last week alone, I had one, two, three friends that started to really hear a buzz about it, and I got texts. Is Adele getting a residency <laughs> here? And I would always write back, rumor has it, Resorts World or Caesars. And that's what I said to everyone's response. And then all of a sudden, rumor has it is uh, no longer what we have to respond. So, yeah, she's going to do weekends with Adele at the Coliseum. And I think that's I like the weekends with Adele thing. I think it that's is. a cool it's name. Cool. Yeah. It is. And the the Coliseum is a perfect fit for Adele. She is just like classy and a classic entertainer and that's what that venue I think is best suited for. Yes, it can have the technology and you can put on a spectacular production, but it, it's she fits right in with I think what the the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace was intended for what it was built for and what it was built for was Celine Dion and I know Celine absolutely loves Adele Celine has covered Adele songs in her own stage shows here in Las Vegas so I think Adele a great fit for Caesar's Palace weekends with Adele launches in January and then it'll continue on uh, weekends through mid-April and, you know, and with her album just coming out, obviously now is the time. She's hotter than ever, you know, and she just did that whole thing with Oprah. And and listen, I'm just going to say, <laughs> I love Adele, um, but everyone keeps, like, going crazy. And I totally get it. I totally get it. But I, I kind of feel like I like her new album, but I feel like a lot of the songs sound like the last album. A lot of them, to me, there's not much... <laughs> It's an Adele song. Um, I'd like to see her branch out a little more. That's my that's my Roselli two cents. I am no expert at music, but for me, I don't know. I'm not going crazy over Adele after this album. But that's that's I love it. She's a got a great voice. I don't mind listening to it. But and she's going to be amazing at the Coliseum. But see, I think that. But I think it's the whole. It's her lyrics and the stories that she tells in yeah. her songs that so many people can relate to. She's been through oh, yeah. so much in her her personal life, especially these last few years mm-hmm. that a lot of people can relate to the to the ups and downs and trials and tribulations that that she has on this new album and we haven't had anything new from her in a really long time. No. So people have been just itching to get new Material, new songs True. from Adele. Really, the last thing she put out was the um, Goldfinger, the James Bond theme song. Right, yeah. She hasn't had her own original music since then. So No, no. Um, she had that, that last... I remember sitting where I was when the uh, last album came out. We were like dying over it, and I loved it. You know what it is? I think maybe the single she released, Easy On Me, is that what yeah. it's called? Sounds a little like her songs from the other album. But I do think when I go through the actual current album, there are some that, you know, don't like, you know, she kicked up a notch a little bit, which I liked. So, um, so, you know, that's cool. I mean, it should listen. Her show is going to be great. People, the tickets are going to go so fast. And you were chatting, um, a little bit about 
the fan registration that's going to be required for tickets. I didn't read about this. So what is it? So what Adele is doing for this concert is she's trying to avoid having all of the tickets be snatched up by ticket brokers and those bots that go on and clog up Ticketmaster and other ticketing websites Mm -hmm. as soon as tickets go on sale. And that pretty much leaves all of the actual fans out of the loop yes. when Especially, tickets go on sale. This isn't a huge, huge venue. That's the best part about it. But it's an intimate experience, so they're going to go quick. They will go quick. And so what they're doing is they're having, if you go on Ticketmaster and look up Adele's concerts at the Coliseum, you will have to register as a verified fan. You have to go log in. You have to prove that you're not a bot. Mm. And then you'll get emails back to let you know that indeed you have been verified as a real fan, a real person. Mm -hmm. And then you will be put in line to uh, be able to buy tickets. for. So it's a first come, first serve kind of thing. Um, So you want to verify and register yourself as soon as possible. Tickets, I'm guessing that they're not going to be cheap. Officially, uh, the ticket prices have not come out yet. It will be less than if a broker were to buy them up and put them on a third market site. So I think kudos to Adele for looking out for the fans who've been wanting her to come here. Although I did see online people were like, what the hell? What about us over here in Europe? You're you're hightailing it out of here. I know. Sometimes that happens though. It happens to us too. We have it some does. of our, you know, people we're like, What? You're starting over in London? What could it, you know, what about us? Aren't you gonna tour here first? And it's just kind of what happens, you know, they go worldwide and it's the nature of the business. It's the nature of the business. But it was interesting, uh, something I just put up on our TikTok from Journey. You know, Journey's been around forever. They yeah. have a residency over at the theater at Virgin Hotels, and they were talking about how, you know what, we really feared doing this because you know, Vegas has in the past always been a place where you end up, where you end your career. But then we started doing it and there was demand and we loved it and we had fun and we realized, you know what? We look around and everyone's doing shows now in the peak of their career. And I think like, you know, someone like Adele, um, Carrie Underwood that we're going to talk about in a minute, uh, Katy Perry, you know, all these people, uh, Gwen Stefani that we just went to, um, are doing shows while they're in the middle of their career. Right. <laughs> so, you know, they're established, but they're not ready to end their career anytime soon. So I think it was interesting to hear Journey talking about that, going, we had fear, but not, now we realize we can do this. Doesn't mean we're done. So that's kind of cool. So Carrie Underwood, you're, you're a huge fan. I and, am. And I know that we are looking forward to seeing her show eventually. We haven't gotten there yet. But the big news with Carrie Underwood opening at Resorts World is the fact that this is the first show at the new theater. Nobody's been inside. This is the first show utilizing that theater. It was supposed to be Celine, but she had a medical issue, so that's been postponed. Right. So Carrie Underwood, uh, just within this last week, launched her residency, Carrie Underwood Reflection, inside the theater over at Resorts World. And we just got uh, in our inbox the first pictures and video and reaction from the grand opening night and man let me tell you it looks like it is a kick-ass show it does it looks great it looks very vegasy you know very you gotta Vegas-y. do it up but i don't think that it's in your face vegas 
you know, I think Carrie, it looks like she's doing a great job with her costumes. There's, It looks like there's a couple points where she's wearing an Elvis-inspired jumpsuit and another point where she's wearing a Liberace-inspired cape. Yeah, I saw that. And there's some some other elements in the show that, that definitely give a nod to the city where she's now playing. And she's even said in interviews before opening the show that, you know what? Country girls, they like their bling. They like their glitz and glamour. And they've been doing Vegas-style shows out in Nashville for generations. So it's only fitting to bring that here to Las Vegas now. They don't call it Nash Vegas for nothing. Right. It's true. And Carrie Underwood's never had a residency here, which I like. It's not like the return of Carrie in Vegas. Right. She's actually never had, you know, when we say residency, it means more than a few shows, you know, on the on the books. So uh, great stuff. Let's hear from Carrie, though, because she kind of goes through and describes the show and the theater. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Behind the Scenes of My Las Vegas Residency Reflection. It's new, it's shiny, there's so much technology. It is very exciting being the first person to play in this theater. We're just excited to get to break it in. I love it because it doesn't feel like anybody's too far away. It really doesn't feel like anybody in this entire place would have a bad seat. I feel like I can I can see the faces of the people that are all the way up top in the very top row. They just did a great job, I feel like, for audience enjoyment. There's something glitzy and glamoury about women in country music. We love our rhinestones. We we love our wardrobe changes. We've been doing our own version of Vegas in Nashville for um, generations. The next stop on our behind the scenes tour is to our wardrobe department. They have been working um, fast and furiously to get everything ready for our first show. I feel like there were a lot of different reasons that reflection seemed to just fit what we were doing. From a, a career standpoint and a life standpoint, obviously, we, we've been doing this for a few years. We have a lot to reflect upon, and we wanted this to be a, a high-energy, high-impact hits show. Um, so we, we do you know, go through every album and, um, and kind of play the hits from every album. So we are in that way reflecting, but then also just from a visual standpoint, it kind of gave us a lot of room to play. We do have dancers that are multi-talented, and we also have a few of them do some work in the air as aerialists. Extremely talented people, setting vibes, making things look very beautiful. And we do play around, obviously, with reflective surfaces and lighting and stuff like that. There's a lot that you can do from a visual standpoint with something like reflection. So, Dana, I know we'll be going to see Carrie Underwood when she's back here in Las Vegas in March. And a big thank you to Carrie and Resorts World for sending over a, an incredible welcome Holy, package yeah. and Jesus take the wheel I was like this is woo. a great package <laughs> 
There's t-shirts and books and her Christmas album on vinyl. And I'm going to be working out to Carrie's new fitness app for two months. I know. We even got that microphone, too, that we might have to record a little fun podcast on. Apparently, you can add music and you can do a little karaoke. You can record right into your phone. She puts the Carrie in karaoke. Oh. (laughs) That's right. And it's a blinged out microphone, too. So she was right. It is. So thank you, Carrie Underwood and Resorts World for sending over some goodies to us. Uh, Next up at Resorts World is Katy Perry. She has shows coming up uh, later in December, I think even uh, New Year's Eve performances, and then into the new year, uh, Luke Bryan, and then uh, Carrie Underwood is back. And let's get to celebrations. It's the Flamingo's 75th anniversary, and we're talking about the Flamingo Hotel Casino right on the Strip. We know it has a lot of history. I didn't realize it had been 75 years, but they're doing all sorts of stuff this month. And, you know, it's really an iconic hotel, the Flamingo. And they still have, I mean, a handful of employees who were there on day one. There are are chefs in the back of the house who've been there and met their significant others working at the Flamingo and grown families that are under the Flamingo umbrella now. And um, my favorite is uh, take a listen to this dealer who's been at the Flamingo for a long time and has actually had a lot of celebrities pull up to his table. On my table, I I had James Brown, Tom Jones, and I had Joe Fraser, just to name a few, that played on my table in, in, uh, in the years that I've been here. My favorite was Tom Jones. Oh, I love Tom Jones. I love, I love to sing all of his songs. <laughs> that laugh is infectious, isn't it, Dana? Yes, I love it. He was so excited. But I love to see the longtime employees there. It's so great. And I love even that the Flamingo sent us some of those interviews and that they thought to do that yeah. you know sometimes it's always put on obviously the entertainers who are used to being on camera and you know uh, Wayne Newton on there too talking about how you know the Flamingo was his first spot where he performed on the strip it kind of made him Mr. Las Vegas that's the first place that he really had a show and succeeded and and kept performing and becoming the entertainer he is today. And kind of going off of what you were saying, Dana, about recognizing employees, the Flamingo has been doing a whole bunch of things behind the scenes to reward employees for their loyalty. And they've been doing giveaways and contests, but the giveaways and the giving spirit is continuing on for visitors here to Las Vegas. Yeah, check out their website. They have hotel and spa deals all through the end of the year. So if you want to get here, come now. Maybe you want to come right before New Year's Eve, hang out at the Flamingo. You know, it was opened by Bugsy Siegel. It has so much history there. Oh, incredible history. And an iconic property. The showroom, if you're ever over at the Flamingo to see a show. Um, The longtime home of Donnie and Marie. Olivia Newton-John performed there. My gosh. Um, Tony Braxton had a show there for a while. They're great entertainers through the years, a classic showroom. Congratulations, Flamingo. Cheers to 75 more. All right, and some other happenings in Las Vegas. I should say two weeks of happenings. The National Finals Rodeo is finally here. You heard us talk about it, that it was coming. We're excited that it's back here in Las Vegas. I mean, there are so many 
uh, country acts performing on and off the strip. We couldn't even begin to mention them all, so we put them all on our website. We have a long list of entertainment, events, uh, country performances at Vegas-Revealed.com. We've got the whole list. Some of the th- shows that are in town, uh, Reba, Brooks, and Dunn, which Sean and I are going to next week. Also, Shania Twain is back at Planet Hollywood. Oh, gosh, who is Jason Aldean's in town, too? And all sorts of. I mean, just the list goes on. Yeah, Rodney Carrington, uh, Josh Turner, um, the King King of Country, George Strait at oh, T-Mobile yeah. Arena. By the time you listen to this, some of those shows may have already happened. That's why we were mentioning the um, residency shows because they have, you know, a longer run. But, I mean, we're talking about Little Big Town playing at Virgin Hotels, Dirks Bentley. Um, it's, it's just the downtown hoedown mm-hmm. down on Fremont Street. Uh, it just goes on and on. There is so much entertainment happening from north to south, east to west, all over the Las Vegas Valley. And I've got to tell you, Dana, I stopped into the South Point Hotel and Casino, which is south on Las Vegas Boulevard. Not really considered the strip once you get that down far south, but there were a ton of cowboy hats in there. Mm-hmm. I, I thought to myself, I was like, oh, I know if Dana was with me, <laughs> she would say, go get video of all those cowboy hats because it's great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we love when the cowboys are in town. And you know what? People love their country music. And we've talked about this before. We have like a huge, I feel like country fan base here. People come in from all over to see country music shows and concerts but also people that live here I mean such a huge following and I get it I get it because whenever I hear a good country song I'm like I get it I mean it's just you know the words and they're kind of you know the real life situations they they're cut and dry you know they don't beat around the bush so I love it like that song fancy like it's how long has that gone like it's been at like number one for I don't know how long. It's such a good song. <laughs> such a good song. But you know, this is like the Super Bowl of rodeos, mm-hmm. the Wrangler National Finals rodeo. 300,000 people roughly come into Vegas over these 10 days of roping and riding action. So welcome to everyone who's here. If you're a rodeo fan and you're going out to see all the action, enjoy because it is quite a spectacle and it is, it's a lot of fun. Okay, and before we get to our tips, I wanted to mention, because we've talked in the past about how we were uh, going to go to Enchant, the new Christmas uh, village, I should say, Christmas attraction, holiday attraction, over at the Las Vegas Ballpark, which is next to Red Rock Casino on the west side. So we went, and I wanted to just quickly touch on that, because I did get a lot of questions in my inbox when we posted some videos from there. Yeah, me too. So yeah, you know, a lot of... um, people asking if the ice skating was included and things like that. So I I sent a text out to the publicist and I said, you know, people are asking questions. They want to know. So to get in, it's like 20 bucks, right? And I think there might be a different price for children under a certain age. I'm not positive on that. But people wanted to know if the ice skating was included and it is not. It's $8 to ice skate and they do recommend making a reservation, but there's no time limit. So you can go as long as you want. So not bad. It's an $8 addition. So it 
because the ice skating was really cool. When we went in, we noticed it's kind of like in a circle. It's not just like that little square. It's just different. It's right in the middle of all the lit up trees. So check it out. If you're into ice skating, I think it's worth the extra eight bucks. Yeah, and they do have VIP packages available too if you want to spring for the higher dollar amount with you know private entrance and suite access yeah. and all that stuff too. But it was but great. It really was. It was a great time and really put us in the festive atmosphere. There was even there were even some uh, snow flurries mm-hmm. fluttering down over snow us. Snow flurries. There were elves doing uh, gymnastics, and uh, I think I saw Mrs. Claus. The yeah. treats were great. And we, Mr. Claus was there too. Uh, I didn't see Santa. it. Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't miss Santa. But then, then there's this big, beautiful tree in the middle, and there's all sorts of different themes and tunnels. Then there's the uh, there's the floor where you can hop on each square and it changes colors. If you want to see more about that, go to my Instagram you at like Dana that. Roselli. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Also, there was something we walked by and didn't get to try, and it had to do with cheese. What was that? That was oh good. God. I'm going to post that eventually, too. Raclette, Dana. It's the, the French and Swiss Alps delicacy where the, the cheese is melted and scraped onto charcuterie or potatoes or bread. Next time. Next time. We had already eaten too much, so yeah. we were trying to be good. Oh, I wanted it so bad, though. <laughs> that cheese looked great. So Enchant over there on the west side, even if you're visiting Las Vegas and and maybe you're on the strip looking for something different to do, really cool, worth the drive if you want to get into the holiday spirit. Spend a couple hours there. All right, let's get to some tips. And this week we have something for foodies and we have something for sports fans. What should we do first, Dana? Well, why don't we do the foodies? Let's go downtown because we haven't Perfect. talked about downtown yet. And this is at Circa. And you and I have not eaten yet at 8 East. I know people think we've been everywhere, which we kind of have, but there are places that we have not been to because <laughs> we do have, like, you know, work and errands to do. Well, and you have to put a cap on how many times you eat out in a week. It's true. It's true. Sometimes it's a lot. I hear great things about 8 East. So I wanted to talk about it um, because they're doing this one night pop-up dinner and it's December 11th. Tickets are 150 bucks with first come first serve seating from five to seven and then nine o'clock. So there's, here's the deal. It's like they're joining with Ann Arbor's Miss Kim Korean restaurant for this pan-Asian pop-up dinner. So it's a whole special thing. So if you love this kind of food, maybe you're a foodie, you love to experience this kind of stuff, December 11th is your night. And I figured I would do it in this podcast because it gives you enough time to get there still. Right. And those crossover events are always really cool. I've been at some other restaurants when they've had other chefs coming in and combining with the chef teams at their own establishments. And there there is a lot of really cool collaboration that happens and a, a unique experience that you will not get again. True. Yeah. You it you know, because people go out to dinner, but like, and it also, I feel like brings people together too, because yes. you're kind of like all experiencing this whole, it's kind of like an occasion, you know? It is. Yeah. Very cool. Um, And then there's more news about the Cake Boss. That's right. Buddy V, Buddy Velastro, uh, opening another spot in Las Vegas. This one called the Boss Cafe by Buddy V at the Link Hotel and Experience. So it's going to be over near the Link and the Promenade and all that area, which is very popular for, I mean, I feel like it gets a lot of foot traffic there. It gets a ton of foot traffic. And if you're ever having a hard time finding it, just go toward that big colored observation wheel. It's right at the base. 
So this restaurant opening in early 2022, and I was reading through some of the highlights, and I know you picked out the mozzarella bar. Oh, see, do you are you catching like a theme? Like I went crazy about the raclette, <laughs> and now like the cheese. mozzarella bar. Me cheese too. is it. Oh, I love cheese. It's so good. And listen, Buddy V's restaurant at uh, the Venetian Palazzo is delicious. The Carlo's Bakery, there's always a line. If you can get, you know, in line and get something, you're lucky. Um, And then now he's adding the Boss Cafe to the list. That mozzarella bar does sound good. And he's such a nice guy, too. Last time I was out for dinner at uh, his restaurant at the Venetian, he was there and stopped by and we chatted. And and then he went over to a table and had such a a great little interaction with a, a young fan of his. Mm. So he's he's a great guy all around. Yeah, and, and then I've looked up a little bit more about the Mott's Bar. That's what oh, it's called. Oh, the Mott's yeah. Bar. Okay. Yes, okay. Mozzarella? Mozzarella. Well, mozzarella, no L. Mozzarella. No, uh. Yeah, mozzarella. You drop the uh at my, the end? My mom always says, do you want some mozzarella on that? I'm like, wait, yeah, oh yeah. But I'm like, you know, I grew up in like Rochester, New York. So we call it mozzarella. mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> but we moved from Jersey. So we've got like half and half going on over there. Anyway, um, but listen to this. It comes served with warm rustic bread. Oh. And your choice of basil, pesto, roasted peppers, mm. tomato, olive relish, or tomato, fresh basil, and aged balsamic. So there's all sorts. Of, it just oh. sounds delicious. I have to choose? Yeah, you have to choose. I can't have both? No. I'll just order two. You better save up. There we go. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be great. Uh, So, Dana, the game day experience has become a big thing here in Las Vegas. We have the Raiders here in town now. We've got the Golden Knights. There's talk about a baseball team, potentially a pro basketball team. Well, we've got the Las Vegas Aces, too. Mm -hmm. So we're a pro sports town. Part of that experience is getting to and from the venue on game day recently uh we had friends who offered us tickets to the the raiders game at allegiant stadium we've talked about how parking prices are really high if you're driving down to the stadium and parking in that area we've also talked about getting in and out how it can be a little sketchy yeah things have started to be figured out and i don't think it's as bad as when everybody first started going uh but for this game, uh, my husband and I decided that we were going to take the Game Day Express. Oh. Now, this it's a series of buses that leave from different uh, hotel casinos all over the Las Vegas Valley. Hmm. It's run by the RTC here in the Las Vegas Valley, and it's, you know, those big, uh, the buses that have, like, the accordion in the middle? Yeah. So it's like a big bus. Yeah. At... Five locations around Las Vegas, they pick you up on game day, they take you to the stadium, they have their own designated express lanes, so you bypass all the other vehicle traffic, they drop you right off at the stadium, after the game, you go to a designated spot right outside of the stadium, and they zip you right back to the I mean, who wouldn't do this? Like, I don't get it. But wait, (laughs) it gets, but wait, there's more. How much is it? For a one-way trip, it's $2. That's it? For a round trip, it's $4. So for under $10, we got a round trip ticket to and from Allegiant Stadium, and we were dropped off right at the doorstep. And you just 
Could not have been easier. We had friends who were tailgating there, so we got dropped off, went to the tailgate, went to the game, caught the bus afterwards, and dropped off at the casino. And so you just park at the casino parking lot where you go. Where'd you go? South Point? Where'd you go? No, we went to the M Resort. Okay, so you went to the M, parked there, and then it... That's it. Yeah. Oh. And it was not packed. I feel like it's the best kept secret for anyone going to games at Allegiant Stadium. It truly is. And I don't know why it's a secret. Why isn't there more advertising on this? I have no idea. Who's who's the PR over at the RTC? I don't know. (laughs) But, I mean, it was the easiest thing. I won't say in the world, because I'm sure there's things that are easier. But it was really easy. There's an app that you download. You buy the tickets right on the app. Once you get the ticket, it gives you one of those QR codes that you scan as you get on the bus. And that's it. I love it. What a great tip. Boy. And I need to add, Dana, they have these uh, passes for T-Mobile Arena, too. So they drop you off uh, for Golden Knights games. Was the bus full of, like, Raiders It ended up being or? full. Okay. Yeah, but it's not like you had to wait in a line to get on the bus. People trickled in. The bus leaves every half hour. The this last bus leaves an hour before game time. I wish there was a shuttle to your house where the home office is from mine. <laughs> You know, Hold on. I hate driving the highway. I always tell you, like, and you, we do live far apart from each other. <laughs> and I'm always like, oh, it'd be just so nice to just, like, sit here and have someone drive me. <laughs> I'm sure there's a, a, I'm sure there's a bus route I could find for you. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do that after the podcast. We'll look it up. Maybe I'll have to start. I should try it one day and just, you know, record it. And also, just a little bit related, when you mentioned that we have all these sports teams and maybe eventually, you know, professional baseball team here, lots of rumors going around that the Tropicana is going to get knocked down, and that's where the baseball field will be built. Um, so it's it's kind of interesting, you know, and then people were showing renderings and joking around and stuff like that. But, but you and I were just saying, like, I don't know if we need another, like, thing mm. on the strip. It seems like build the infrastructure first and then build the stadium. So it's getting it's getting really crowded. Uh, and I hate to say that because we just got over COVID and we're happy to have people here in cars and vehicles, but it's just getting, I don't know. It's just, we need more like roads or routes or something over there. Yeah, but to have T-Mobile Arena, Allegiant Stadium, and a professional baseball stadium mm-hmm. all within one mile of each other yeah, is berserk. Like mm-hmm. what happens when there's a concert at one venue, uh, sporting events at the other two, and or sporting events at all yeah. three. Can that happen? I don't know if every... I don't know. I'm not good with my sports seasons. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. Football. Hockey. Baseball. Yeah, that could happen. You know what needs to happen is that that loop needs to go underground and get going. Because I know it's been approved, but like we need to get all that. I I think that will really help, too. Start drilling those tunnels. Let's go. Yeah. We need to get that. That's a wrap on episode 97. Want to thank our sponsor, Targeted Tax Relief. The number to get a free consultation with them is 888-843-4113. We talked about it at the top of the podcast. Uh, Tracy Jansen, experienced tax professional. If you owe the IRS more than 10000 bucks, she can help get that number down. Yeah, she really can. If you're getting those letters, if you're getting the phone calls, if you're living with that everyday worry that the IRS is going to come knock on your door, Targeted Tax Relief is the way to go. Give them a call, 888-843-4113. 
Have a great week, everyone. Let's go to Vegas. We'll stay up all night.